Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Oh my goodness, we have people excited about the Florida weather, talking about the Florida weather as we enter the show. So welcome to Amplified. This is going to be a fun, full show. We have got so much to talk about here. Our first guest is actually a surprise guest. We're going to bring her back next week to continue the dialogue, but we're going to just bring her in for a couple minutes to talk about her vision and dream of the Jamaican Olympic team being funded at an event up in Connecticut. Marie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, uh, Ken. How are you? I'm Thanks doing great. Thank- My pleasure. I-, I was so excited that uh, we were able to meet, I guess, after the event at Secret Knock through Greg Reed and that <laughs> Aristotle was kind enough to put us together. And yes. you, have such, you have such a great personality. I think we've almost had too much entertainment almost on our text uh, communications. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I that am so excited true. about I'm so excited about your upcoming event, and I just wanted to make sure we get a, a beginning dialogue, capture this, get this out on social media that much more, because the more people that know about this event, I think the more people are going to be able to really be involved and actually make a difference for your vision. So how did you come up with this? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my vision started approximately two years ago when I officially met Devin Harris, who was originally from the, uh, the original bobsled team, which is where the movie Cool Runnings was created from. And I met him at a speaking event in my town, which was part of a week-long celebration that I was involved in. And he had a book, which I was going to help to promote, and we got into talking. And I'd also known one of the, um, the, the current bobsledders who was actually residing in my town at the time and also doing his training uh, in New York. Um, and so we kind of got to talking and um, we put our heads together and I said to him, you know, I think this would be a great um, opportunity for, for us to be able to put something on. In our side of Connecticut, um, they do have one also in Greenwich, Connecticut every year that is put on by somebody else. But I think we have such a large um, West Indian community, Jamaica, Jamaican community to be exact. Uh, within the Hartford area, and so I thought it would be a great idea to be able to bring um, a, a grand uh, fundraiser to this side of the state. And so we're looking forward to it. It's coming up the 7th of October um, to be held at the Marriott in Windsor, Connecticut, and we're so excited about it. And how can people uh, find the tickets to be, be part of it? Okay, so for tickets, they can contact me. My number is 860-993-6568. It's Marie Robinson. Uh, we're actually in the process of, um, you know, putting up our website, which will become available within the next few hours. Um, but for now, they can actually reach me via my telephone number or they can email me. It's myconnect67 at gmail.com. Again, that's M for Marie, Y for Yankee, the word connect67 at gmail.com, or they can call me directly. Well, we will put your phone number, email address, and the link to the website once it's live. And Great. I and I I am so excited that Devin Harris was at Secret Knock because I took his picture. I believe that was who was at Secret Knock, correct? Yes, was, yes, it was Devin. Okay. And and I and I took his picture. He's he's glowing 
with the most beautiful positive spirit. And I, I said, can you hold on a second? And I put a key smiling card in his hand and I took a picture and <laughs> it, it, he's, he's just got a beautiful light about him. And, and then uh, I guess what happened was you talked to Aristotle Karras and said, you know, whether you're looking for a photographer or whatever, it, but the, the picture came up and he says, yeah, Ken took that picture. So it just goes to show you how timing and being at the right events. And I mean, your event, for instance, is going to be an event that has such cool people that could change people's yeah. life because these are people that care, they're powerful, they're influential, they're abundant. Absolutely. And, and I have to say that the biggest part of this, I know it, it's still in the works, but uh, Usain Bolt is one of the biggest champions athletes in the world, if not the athlete of the world. I mean, some would argue Art yeah. Michael Phelps has a little bit of a, you know, a play on that word, but it's yeah. so exciting that he is possibly going to be involved in this in different ways. One is helping support your event. Two is that we might get to meet him. Three is that he might help with the, the second movie. So all this said, it's just quite the ride to be working on this with you. And, and I'm just so grateful, Marie. And also just to add, the, the actor Malik Yoba, he's also going to be attending the event. He was actually in the first movie, um, Cool right. Runnings. Um, and, you know, he wants to push us to the top to possibly make a part two of the movie. So more to come. <laughs> okay, so maybe we can get both of them or one of them on the air next week to talk about the, the movie and how it's created. I've actually got some leeway for uh, making some adjustments for next week, so if you want to get to work on that, we can continue this conversation, go a lot deeper and, and a lot bigger. I just wanted to bring you on today, and Eddie was gracious enough to allow your message about the Olympic, the Jamaican Olympic team, to be brought into yeah. the conversation. So I'm going to uh, introduce Eddie at this time. If you want to put your phone on mute and enjoy the show, you may. I've, I've texted you a link so you can share that with your network. All right? Excellent. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Marie. Okay, so our first guest, Eddie Rodriguez, is a life coach specializing in happiness. Eddie knows life having lived through many experiences which most people would have buckled under the pressure. Eddie has thrived. Many times he has taken a beating and our life seems to be out of control. This is when Eddie's at his best. He will instruct you as the best way to see the value in life. No matter what you are, whether you're down, he will pick you up and get you going again in his teachings. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce Eddie Rodriguez. How are you doing, Eddie? I'm doing awesome, Ken. How are you? I think it is so cool the way that you opened up the show. That was it well, was an honor you. to be able to give up a little bit of time. Well, I really appreciate that. And you know, it's kind of interesting when someone hears there's that type of opportunity. You heard it the way it was really presented. Is that you just help them, but they just help the show be heard more because we don't know if the entire island of Jamaica or whoever is going to hear this is going to hear your message. So it's really cool when you add more talent and more influence to a show. So I wanted Absolutely to, uh, I want to, I guess, first ask you how you're doing. I know you're in Florida and uh, I know you got impacted a bit by the, the hurricane. Are you okay? Oh, doing phenomenal. I mean, it's beautiful down here. There was, there was some destruction, a lot of trees down. Uh, luckily, you know, where, where I'm at, we really didn't get impacted by the full brunt of the storm. Uh, there's, you know, powers out, and we had we had a generator running. I'm at Hippocrates Health Institute right now, and uh, we had generators going. The generator broke, so power was out. But you know what? These are the times where you step up and you you be grateful for the things that that you have in a normal everyday life because this is the time that's out there to teach you. And you're at Hippocrates Health Center. Why are you there? 
Uh, actually, they diagnosed me about four months ago with uh, stage four uh, cancer. It's actually colon cancer that made its way into my lung, is visiting there for a little while, and I'm on, in the process of saying thank you for coming and teaching me, and I'll see you later. Take care. You know, you can go now and don't come back. Well, I'm so glad they didn't say it was stage five or stage six. You know, that would have been really bad. <laughs> that would have been really bad. <laughs> so Stage four. <laughs> right. Well, I, I'm I'm blown away that stage four can be battled that, that I guess, I don't think the word is effortlessly, but that you're battling it with such high spirit. So that's really great. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that it's all in the attitude that you have and the way that you look at it. And I've had some other challenges. I had a cerebral hemorrhage in 2006. I healed that with laughter therapy. And I'm doing some of the same laughter therapy now with this. And if you give the energy to the, you know, whatever it is that you got going on in your life, if you feed it the energy, it's going to grow. But if you take away that energy and you live your life in joy and happiness, then you're going to actually deflate it. And so that's part of the healing process. That makes sense because on a cellular level, you're actually, it's, it's all energy and frequency. And so you're feeding Absolutely. positive and health and wealth. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yes. So... Tell me, uh, was there a, a dynamic of your childhood that gave you the inspiration to be the smile man? Well, you know, there, there, was, there was a lot of things that happened in my childhood. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a place where there was a lot of gangs and things. You know, it was, it was actually a good neighborhood, but it did have gangs that, that came in across the street. You know, it was an elementary school. They had a lot of fights there and things like that. So a lot, I saw a lot of things. Uh, I went into the whole drug thing and the alcohol, and all of these things lead you down a path to where you can learn and you can begin to understand things, and then that grows you into, into who you are in the future. So if you had a bad past, it doesn't necessarily make it a bad thing. It actually teaches and enhances who you're going to be later in life if you choose to be that person. It's all a choice. It's all a matter of what, how we take the things that have happened to us in our past and, and just guide them into better things. Well, I mean, the next guest we have is going to, I think, really go deep with that with masterminds. And you are so correct. It's, it's the choices you decide to make that create the person you are. So I wanted to ask you about, I want to go right into the book because uh, that's quite a mission you have, a 10, a 10 million smile tour, and you went from Florida to New York. How would you come about with that idea? Well, yeah, the funny thing is, is that I, I, I had this idea that I wanted to go to Washington, D.C. and do a video that said, Smile and Wave America, we love you. And my idea was is that Washington is our nation's capital, so happiness should come from our nation's capital. <laughs> Silly idea, I know. Um, <laughs> I, somebody stole my van before the trip. And the only thing that I could think of was that nobody was going to stop me from going and doing this video in Washington, D.C. And so I decided within 15 minutes of the van being stolen, I decided I was going to walk to Washington, D.C. Well, you know, Marion Barry said it best when he said, outside the killings in D.C., it's actually a relatively safe city. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it has one of the lower crime rates if you take all the killings away. So that's, that's pretty true. cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. 
All right. So uh, the fact of those in, you know, <laughs> I, I do too. I think that's what, I think that's what statistics are about. But he was really great at actually spinning things. I think so. He made it he made it sound possibly a lot safer. Yeah. So when did you do this uh, this tour from Florida to New York? I did that in 2011. It was um, you know it was a time in my life where I was I was basically rebuilding my brain from uh, you know from the the hemorrhage that I had had. And I wasn't that great at what I was doing. I, I didn't have the skills that I had had before. And so I decided I wanted to do something to, you know, give back to society because society had given so much to me. I wanted to give something back. And so I decided uh, in 2011 that I was going to go ahead and do a walk from uh, Florida, Deerfield Beach, Florida, to Manhattan, New York. And I, I mean, to uh, Washington, D.C. And I actually ended up in New York. How many miles is that? The way that I did it, 2,000, because what I did was when I got, you know, as I was walking up, I was going to go straight into Washington, D.C., which is, you know, up uh, US-1. Yeah. But then I thought, I got into Jacksonville, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm a coastal man. Why am I going to go straight up? I've got to take <laughs> the coast. So I went into Georgia. I swung a right. I went through Savannah. I went through Charleston. I went to the Outer Banks, to Chesapeake out to Virginia Beach, back into Washington, D.C., and then up to New York. So it was about 2,000 miles. So, you know, it must be nice. You had, what, a couple hundred thousand dollars in your pocket so you could kind of live life <laughs> higher in the hog, right? Yeah. I mean, it was great. <laughs> I mean, the whole $200 that I had in my pocket was really, really effective. As a matter of fact, I started with $200. I ended with $200. I had absolutely no plan as to where I was going to sleep, where I was going to eat, I just said, you know what, the universe is going to bring to me whatever it is that I'm supposed to have. And so I just allowed that, and every day I woke up and said, okay, what's going to happen today, and who's going to show up? And so with that, I mean, tell, to give a couple examples of what your days were like. Oh, days, days were fantastic. I mean, sometimes I would just kind of, like, you know, sit around and go, okay, what's going to happen here? You know what? I don't think I'm going to walk today. And I would go out and I would talk to people in town and just kind of spread happiness and smiles. And, and, and the thing was is that I thought I was spreading all this happiness and smiles, but what was really happening as well is everybody was energizing me. But there was this one time when I was in Fort Jackson, uh, North Carolina. I had read about a man that was 70 years old that had walked from Annapolis to uh, D.C., or actually, was it D.C.? Yeah, from Annapolis to D.C., and I wanted to meet this man hmm. and actually got to meet him while I was on my walk. He came into the hotel that I had stayed at the day before. I happened to be on the phone with the manager, and the manager said, you know there's two of you out there? And I said, what do you mean? She said, there's another guy that's walking. So I ended up getting his contact number, talking to him, and then going to meeting with him and talking and, and just sharing, uh, just meeting all kinds of people and, and, you know, a lot of Marines and things while I was there. So there was, there was different things that happened on different days, and that was one of the beautiful memories for me. And you obviously logged it. That's why you have a book about the experience, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that part is that actually isn't in the book. Um, I've got, you know, things, I got people that I met that were like from, from mechanics to murderers. Huh. And one of the awesome stories in the book 
is about a guy that I met that was accused of murder. And what had happened was he was out there on the street, and he met up with a guy, and the guy shot at him, and he showed me where the bullet had grazed his head, and then he told him, you know, I'm going to kill you the next time I see you. So he went and got a gun, and two people with guns out on the street is not a good thing. When they met up, he actually shot and killed the, the man and went to the police station, put his gun on the uh, counter and said, this is what happened. They put him in jail for eight years. And I, I met him, and he walked with me for about 15 blocks, shared his story. Uh, he had asked me, you know, there was, I was pushing a, a baby carriage, and I had uh, crackers in there. And he comes up in front of me, and he says, sir, can I buy that box of crackers for a dollar? And I said, no, but I'll give it to you. And when he walked with me and shared his story, at the end, he stopped me, and he just started crying. And he said, you know, he said, this is the first time in my life that anybody's ever given me anything, not expected something back. He said, it's also the first time that anybody's ever listened to me without judgment. It's the little things like that that can really make a difference in people's lives. If we just listen to people and understand who they are, allow them to be who they are, we can make a difference in this world. I totally agree. With this journey you took, were you able to collect numbers and emails and stay connected to these people afterwards? I did. I did stay connected with some of the people. Um, other people, I, I, lost, I lost a lot of things uh, when I got back. You know, there was a lot of a lot of content that was lost, and you know, my computer. I had a lot of stuff on my computer because I carried my computer with me, and uh, my computer went down, it got destroyed actually, and so I lost a lot of that information. But there are people that I'm still in contact with. Some of them are my Facebook friends, and they are incredible people. And they, the guy the, that gave me a ride back 900 miles in his truck, um, I just talked to him not too long ago. So. I do stay in touch with some of these people. They're, they're great, amazing people, and, and I'm very, very blessed to have met them. Did you create a social media page so people could follow you while you did your journey? I did. I did. It was 1,054 miles for happiness. 1,054 miles for happiness, and you ended up doing 2,000 miles. I ended up doing 2,000 miles, yeah. <laughs> from where I was, it was 1,054 miles to Washington, D.C. Uh, but, you know, in life, your journey changes. Right. And the promise, the promise that I made myself was that I wasn't going to dictate to the universe what was going to happen on this journey, that the universe was going to tell me what was going to happen. And I tell you what, if I would have planned this, it wouldn't have been anything near what it was. And allowing is key in this world. Allow things well, to come in. I was only going to echo that because I've had successful people tell me that the the reason they're successful is because they didn't care about the actual specifics of how they were doing the journey, but how they were going to make yep. it to the end of the journey the most powerful way possible or the most creative way or an orthodox way because it changes the experience, obviously, but it also changes how your mindset and how the results are at the end. Absolutely. When you're locked into something and you say, this is the way that it happens, you miss so much opportunity. And the opportunity that you have when you open your mind, you open your heart, and you say, bring to me whatever it is in whatever shape or form 
that I needed in order for me to be successful and make it not about the destination. The destination, yeah, that's great, but it's not, that's not the key. The key is the journey to that destination. What can you make out of it? What can you learn? How can you use it not only in your life but in the lives of others? What will you learn from this that you can teach and pass on? So, obviously, you'd recommend this for people to do. Oh, I tell you what. I, I recommend that everybody walk at least 20 miles through their town. Talk to the people that you meet on the street, the people that you see. And absolutely go see what it's really like. Because what you see on the TV and what you see in the news and what you hear about on the streets is a lot different than actually getting out there and, and feeling it and creating it and experiencing it. It's amazing. So, yes, I would definitely recommend that people go out. You know, even if it's 10 miles, it doesn't matter. Go talk to the people on the street, and you're going to find out that I said that people, I wanted to prove that people were inherently good, mm-hmm. and that was my shortcoming because I found out that people are astronomical. They're phenomenal. They're amazing. They're a lot more than what I expected out there. And the same thing can happen to you if you go out there and live the experience. Uh, where can people buy this book? They can go to Amazon, and it's 10 million smiles from FL to NY. And we will put a link there. New York, it doesn't work. Yep, they, that will open up a link. So 10 million smiles from FL to NY. You see some of the reviews on there. Uh, you know, I tell yep, people, you got solid reviews. look at my reviews. Yep, I'm they're sorry? solid. They're solid reviews. I'm looking at them right now. How much is the book? Oh, yeah. The book is $20. Okay. You may want to send me a link because the one I'm finding on Amazon that keeps showing up is the one that's $41, and there is a $5.99 Kindle version. So if you send me the link on social media or t- uh, text, I'll make sure that link is available on social media. Okay, so they're showing $41? Yep, $41. And oh. I don't see any, I don't see any other choice. But uh, I may not be finding... I, I put the 10 million miles. I only saw one choice. But we will, we'll of course, correct that and make sure it's available for everyone to check out. And okay. I have the book. I'm enjoying it. I haven't finished it yet, but I am enjoying it. And it is true. When you are actually just in your, your normal way of living and being, you don't stretch your mind. You don't stretch... All the possibilities there are. I think the, the one of the best quotes or favorite quotes I have is uh, Saint Augustine, that the the world is a book, and then those that don't travel only see one page. So, I think it's very important uh, to to amplify what you did with your journey. Since we're getting close to the uh, end of this segment, I did want to ask some rapid fire questions, if that's okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so what is one of your favorite books that you've read? And change your life. I think Think and Grow Rich is an amazing book. Napoleon okay. Hill. Since I hear that almost every week, do you want to give me a second one that's maybe a little surprising? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a second book that's amazing. Oh, gosh, you got me on that one. Um, oh, I can't remember. You- oh, oh um, uh, Think It. Oh, what is the name of that book? I'm sorry, Ken. I missed on that one. Well, don't worry about that. We can, uh, we can, you can put as many books as you like in the links that we're going to have on the show when, when it comes out tomorrow, the podcast version. Uh, in, the, oh. in the meantime, 
Um, what are you most proud of? Uh, the thing that I'm most proud of, of course, you know, my children and, and, and the marriage that I was involved with. But I think the, most, the thing that I'm most proud of is this walk and the fact that I was able to build a house from the ground up with no electric, no water, uh, cutting my wood with chainsaw, and also putting everything together with power tools. And how many children do you have? I have five. Five children? Five children. Yes. So yes. That is, that's awesome. Well, if you'd like to just mention their names and, and say you love them, you're welcome to do so right now. Oh, absolutely. Now, my, my oldest daughter, Liz, passed away in 2006, but I know that she hears me. I love you, Liz. Becky, Julie, Brandy, Zachary, and I would like to send a little love out there to my ex-wife. She's an amazing lady, and uh, we had a, a really good marriage, and I thank her for that. Well, I, don't, I was on a radio show recently, uh, Ed Zuli's program, and he actually uh, gave me a couple minutes to say I love you to my wife and my son. I said, you know what, that is an element that I want to add to my show. So this is actually the first time I've done that aspect of it. And I was, it sounds like it really works. <laughs> so oh, yeah. what's next? What's next <laughs> I, for you, Eddie? It. What's next for you? Well, the next thing for me is a world tour. Of course, I've got to do a thing about this little visitor that I have. You know, I got to kind of get him moved aside or get it moved well, he's, aside. He's, and, a, and, he's overstayed his welcome. It's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. You know, see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for visiting. But, you know, we don't need you anymore. So, yeah, get that out of my life. And then a world tour is what I'm, I'm looking for. It's, uh, I think it would be amazing to go out there and see what the world has to offer and what I can offer the world. Uh, well, I would like you know, to... beautiful... I'd like to interview for possibly a book uh, chapter uh, at another time. Where I just ask you questions okay. like how how would you prepare for a journey like the one you did? What would you do differently? Because I think what you're actually recommending it still goes to if people don't have some degree of advice or mentorship, they're gonna make mistakes and it may cause them to feel a little bit frustrated or um, they're not experiencing it at the level they could. So I, I would love to talk to you about that. Since we do have uh, a couple more minutes, I want to acknowledge uh, Terry Miller because isn't she the one that started the Facebook string? that actually got the conversation and the introduction for us? I mean, can you, can you tell me yeah. or the audience how we got that, that connection? Wasn't it the happiness? Oh, yeah, no, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, Terry's an amazing lady. I met her actually at a health fair, and uh, this was for seniors, and we were both kind of like, okay, you know, a little bit, we wanted it to be a little bit more lively, so she was walking around. I had my booth there. I was talking with some people, and, and she comes up, and she says, oh, I love what you do. And I said, well, what do you do? And she, says, she told me what she does with the gratitude and everything, and I said, oh, I love right. what you do. So <laughs> we exchanged books, and then when the opportunity came up for Ellen, uh, she was the one that put that all together. So Ellen DeGeneres, so we could be on the show, um, and so that's how we got connected. Yeah, and I think it's so cool because you reminded me of that because our, our, our smiling commitment and movements kept us hitting, uh, you know, the same, the same contact points or frequency. So here you are on the show. <laughs> and I, I want to make sure that you, you know, the book that I sent you and the, and the key smiling card that you get that photograph done because I want you in the next national book, uh, the legacy book, because your Excellent. book is Thank fantastic. You, well, you are you're a champion of, of the right attitude and actually being a leader. And I just want to thank you for being on the show, Eddie. You're 
you, every single time I've talked to you, I've, I've left the conversation feeling more uh, spirited and happy, and you really are all about your message. So God bless you. Can you just tell people again how they can follow you on, on Facebook or connect with you? Yeah. I, why don't you go to my, my page, 10 Million Smiles World Tour. That's okay. my page, 10 Million Smiles World Tour. It's on Facebook. And, Ken, I, I really appreciate you and who you are and what you represent. And I also leave with joy in my heart when we have our conversations. Cool. Well, Eddie, God bless you. And keep smiling. We'll be talking soon. And I will like to interview you for that aspect of really inspiring people to take that journey to actually connect and really find out the amazingness that other humans give you when you just attract, when you give them, you know, a smile and love. So thank you so much for reminding how important that message is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody out there, I love you and be amazing. Continue to be amazing. All right, we'll be back in a couple minutes, and we have an amazing guest coming up, Roger Salam, and he is going to give just the most amazing segment about masterminds and an offer that he has to really take your life to another level. See you in a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Wow, what a first segment. That first segment was so invigorating. I had such a great time talking to Eddie Rodriguez, who is a love life coach and a love coach for that matter. I mean, he loves life and that journey was extremely inspiring. We have our second guest coming on momentarily, and his name is Roger Salam, and he is an award-winning inspirational speaker, best-selling author of several books and courses on personal development, sales and marketing, and real estate investing. He's been listed in America's premier experts and the recipient of Thought Leader of the Year Award by the National Academy of Best-Selling Authors. Roger is the chairman and founder of The Winner Circle, and an invitation-only mastermind forum for top-level business leaders, authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Roger has been recognized as a top leader, mastermind facilitator, and social entrepreneur through his charity and nonprofit work. Besides the mastermind personal development events, Roger has also conducted real estate investing seminars on a monthly basis all over the U.S. and Canada. So, Roger, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I so apologize. I mean, I'm in, I'm in Chicago, so my central time, I got clogged up a little. I, although I wrote down Eastern, but I was sitting here for with central time. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you travel the world, so I, I imagine you are constantly juggling what time you're I am, in. I so. am so, so today, <laughs> I almost, but I never missed anyone. So thank you so much for calling me. So, well, Roger. I call to listen to Edward. I missed it. I'm waiting that at 4.55 I'll get on. Then I said, oh, my God, it's 4.55 Eastern. Holy. (laughs) Well, the good news is the show is released tomorrow, and you'll be able able to hear Eddie. His his show was actually spot-on phenomenal. It was very inspirational. He he walked from Florida to New York, and he took 2,000 miles to do it because he wanted to see the beautiful coastal line the entire way. So you'll hear that later. I want to talk to you, and I want to actually acknowledge you first and foremost that – I have been doing the Umbrella Syndicate for five and a half years. I do a couple hundred events a year, and I have to say, the event that you create and every t- event that I've been to that, you've, that you're part of, you are a top 1% of 1% thinker, doer, beer. I mean, you bring, you bring it. And I am so grateful, Roger. I, I, I think I've told you before how much you've changed my life, but I wanted to say it on the air for the audience to hear. Going to the winner's circle and being connected to the people that you've connected me to, either directly by an introduction or indirectly just by being at an event that you're hosting, it, it, the ripple effect is incalculable. I, I can't even, I, it would just take too long in the show to actually go through them all. But I want to say you have the most amazing mastermind and the most amazing heart for creating a mastermind that connects top leaders, abundance, and the ability and opportunity to change the world by actually taking them to places where they can actually put their efforts and open their eyes to what kind of powers they have to be better leaders. So I just want to thank you, first of all, for that. Amazing. Thank you, my friend. That means a lot to me. And this is one of the reasons I do this. So being appreciated makes me want to do even more for you. Thank you for, and it takes one to know one. So I, I echo the sentiment for you. Thank you. Well, I have so many questions, and we have, honestly, a short segment. So if I don't get to some of the questions I do have, maybe I could ask them in, on, the, on the podcast that actually released later, and we can make this a very full 
answer and almost feel like an hour show. But uh, since we have a, a certain amount of time, we'll just do the best we can. So the first thing I want uh, is for you to tell us, what is your background and how did you start the Winter's Circle? Because I know you're doing your 10th annual Winter Circle yeah. this coming December. Yeah. Very, very much so. Thank you so much. My, my background into... My, my first love is personal development. My second love is real estate investing to create financial independence. And third is entrepreneurship, almost in that order. And um, I started in the personal development journey, started with Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins as my first mentor. I used to be his number one speaker trainer for most of, for a good part of a decade. And then I, I went on my own. And um, what he got me into is studying success that he's a student of success and that's the bug that he put inside me and I study successful people and I read Think and Grow Rich before but uh, almost 2005, six, I picked it up again and all of a sudden here Napoleon Hill is probably considered the grandfather of the personal development movement and in 1903 uh, Andrew Carnegie at that time the richest man in the world commissioned him to study the most successful people of his era. And these are not anybody. So we're talking about the Edisons, the Fords, the um, um, Hertz, this, this type of people. And because he had access to all of them, he said, study these successful people and find out what, why are they successful? Are they, um, what do they possess that the average person doesn't? And as a result of studying that, he came up with this Think and Grow Rich. He came up with 17 principles. And of the 17, three are foundational and 14 are supporting. And of the three that are foundational, that means that everyone has it. Number one is definiteness of purpose, which is knowing what is it that you want. Once you know what is, if you don't know what you want, then no one can help you to, to achieve it. But the moment you know what is it that you want, principle number two, the most powerful principle for achieving is the principle of mastermind. And I said, holy macro, right here, smack in front of me. I said, where have you been hiding? And I said, if that is the, almost the holy grail for success, I said, great. If every successful person ever has applied the principle of mastermind, either consciously or unconsciously, then I want to master it. I don't want to dabble in it. And I started looking for what mastermind organizations around there, and, and I was in Tampa, Florida, and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I did the next best thing. Every, there were some great organizations uh, I found, so, but not exactly what I was looking for. So what I did is I studied, this is what I do, is I study one, two, three, four, and I took the best of the best, and what I wanted to do is an ROI-centric mastermind, not just an idea-centric mastermind. And so I, I created my winner circle, and that's how winner circle came about because I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I said, well, I'll just create my own. And this is such a powerful, powerful concept. And it started as at that time I was in real estate full-time, still am. I was doing my real estate uh, seminars and stuff. So I knew all the other real estate gurus. And I said, hey, why don't you, instead of competing, why don't we all come together and collaborate? And it's a great idea. So that's how it started as a real estate guru mastermind. But when 2008, nine came and the market crashed, all these real estate gurus just, you know, fell by the wayside. And in order to increase my survival of these organizations, I had to expand it outside of 
real estate and open it up for any gurus or any subject matter expert or um, internet marketer, info marketer to come in, which I probably wouldn't have done it, but that gave us the breath. Perhaps this, the, all the people that you've met is because now, otherwise you would have met all real estate people. They're all great, but now people from all walks are coming into the winner's circle and uh, just a breath of fresh air and the different perspective that they bring and the different business opportunities and joint venture opportunities that they bring is astronomical. And as you said, that this is the 10th year. I do masterminds all year. Those are smaller masterminds, but my flagship event is at the end of the year and every December, about the third week, this year it's December 10th through the 17th, I take about 100 and, um, gurus on this um, trip. And this, this is where we share, and this is absolutely a no-pitch um, zone because we're all peer group mastermind. So we share best practices, we share resources, we share um, find affiliates, funding, whatever it is that you need. You share with the group. It's amazing that how the group comes up with solutions. And, of course, you have some of the best content speakers that are sharing what's latest and greatest that's working for them. So I am, and this year I'm, I'm beyond excited that the few experts that I know that are coming are just uh, mind-blowing. So well, you spoke excited. actually a, a bit, and it actually answered some of my questions. So I, I, when I asked the question, it's just to rephrase it so that the audience is hearing the, the piece that I want them to hear out of that question. So uh, first of all, I want to acknowledge that everything Roger said is absolutely true. I went on the ninth uh, anniversary last year probably the best event I went to that year and probably one of the best events I've ever been to in my life. The people that are at that event, they are at all the top events that I go to. What I learned from them sharing from the front of the stage was not only uh, extremely valuable, but these people gave so graciously. You can tell when someone's abundant because they're in a contribution type mentality and they contributed at a very high level. So um, I'm going to ask you some questions that, again, you probably have, I mean, not that you probably, you did answer, but if you could just pinpoint the, uh, the main point. So your cornerstone philosophy of success for the winner's circle. I know it's ROI centric, but. My corner philosophy is, I, there's, it's founded on two of them. Number one, who you associate with and listen to will determine your destiny. Number two, none of us is as smart as all of us. And these are the two foundational philosophy of the winner's, winner's circle. So we always try to elevate. If you're in a room and you're the smartest guy, it's time for you to leave. So mm-hmm. every, every year, my goal is to bring people who are better than me and uh, and there are, of course, there are many uh, few always that come that are um, starting out, but they're hungry. I love people who have the hunger to go to the top. Mm-hmm. And so there's two kinds of people. There all has to be some kind of a subject matter expert so that they can contribute to the rest of the people with their expertise. And you know, that's... Have, that's, I'm sorry, go that's ahead, Roger. One of the, it's one of the reasons why I make it invitation only. It's not, not because it's invitation only because it's holier than thou. It, it's exclusive. No, no, no. It's invitation only because I want to make sure that you have something to contribute. And I promise you that I have rejected people. And not so much rejected. I, just, I, 
I'll give you a good example that I I have a, I was in Salt Lake City and I spoke and a chiropractor came and he wanted to, he could afford it and he wants to go. And I said, no, this is not the right event for you. So don't spend your money on this event because I have nothing to contribute to. You're a chiropractor. This is not a chiropractic con- uh, convention. However, if you were a marketing consultant to a chiro- to chiropractic community, if you were a consultant to the, I would have invited you. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I said you would, you, if you be, there's no point for you to come and uh, spend $10,000 and it's expensive also by design. So the people who can afford that are usually uh, have that discretionary income and which is another thing that we teach is it's a lot easier to f- uh, fish in the pond where it's stocked with the right kind of fish who can afford your product or service. There's nothing wrong with your product or service if you haven't found the right audience who will appreciate and pay more. I was doing a consulting today, and this couple who's coming on the cruise absolutely can. You will love them this year. (laughs) They can turn you, you are an author. They have cracked the code of writing. They can take anybody, an ordinary people person, and make him on Hemingway. And, and, and that level of certainty, they were selling their program for $295. So wow. they're, they're afraid, oh, in, in almost like a poverty mentality. My first thing was I just said I made them more money. And I said I would not do a joint venture with you. They raised the price and stuff. Now, because they thought nobody can afford it. I said, no, 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 you're not Presenting it to the right audience. That's right. So, yeah. So brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people. I'm so excited. I can't wait to introduce them to you. Really, that you, you. How many books have you written? Uh, I'm up to almost twenty. Almost. So, I'm working on my twenty. You're, you're prolific. So now, <laughs> they will bring another dimension to your life. Yeah, another I'll value that a lot. Dimension to your life that your next twenty books <laughs> will be so far superior than your first twenty books. It's like night and day, and yet you're already good. So imagine what they can do. And, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I want to be their student. I, well, I, 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 I wanna... and you're and you're giving a beautiful example because that one that one ingredient added to my life will change my life possibly a hundredfold. So I wanted to acknowledge somebody, uh, Captain Lou Edwards, who designed I know the last cruise because I was on it and I saw him there. But he's the one who did the marketers cruise that allowed me to meet you for the first time. And every single time I met you thereafter, I said, I have to work with this guy. He's, he's a globetrotter. He's a person that actually really understands the power of leadership. So I, I, he's the one, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's the one who talked you into having this mastermind extended a bit so that people could really get to know each other and really create more uh, JVs and opportunities and partnerships. Yeah, for what I, prior to uh, meeting um, Capitu, my cruise was four days because the right. people that I, I thought that I, I hung around with, it's extremely difficult for them to take a week out of their life and, and come. But Captain said, no, 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 make it a week because it will add. It's, and the four days was extremely hectic for me personally as well. It's rush, rush, rush. Now what I've done is we went into a seven-day format. And one of the reasons, uh, Lou said, that if you don't do seven-day format, find someone else. 
So he's not, no, I want you. He goes, I will. And if you want me, because I know he really, really talked me into doing the first seven days. Now I won't go back to four days. Because I did not increase the content. What I increased is the leisure time. So this one has truly, this is what he was trying to convince that this is a cruise where the first time you can mix business and pleasure. So, right. and I, I have seen, I have seen deals that never happened on land happened at sea. It's per, I say it's perhaps because the mixture of the pina colada and the waves and has something to do with it. And, but people, the bottom line is when they're on the cruise ship, you and I are so rush, rush, rush. We're doing this event, that. We're running up. I mean, the last two weeks, I've been to half a dozen cities. And so, but when we get on the cruise, I have nowhere to go. My cell phone doesn't work. So people let their hair down and we can actually have a conversation at the bar, at the pizza place, at the dining room, and of course at the seminar rooms also. But, and then we're play, playing with the dolphins. All of these things are designed to build relationships. But if that's what we, we're there to build relationships, the business happens automatically as a byproduct. Once they like you, you're having fun. And this is the only event where I not only encourage and allow, but I encourage people to bring their spouse and their children. And right. we have, when we have um, enough teenagers, I parallel a, a teenager mastermind program because I want our kids to be exposed to the same thing that you and I are being exposed to now. Imagine if you and I were exposed to some of these things when we were teenagers. Where, oh, no. where will our life be? So why, why deprive them and we are absolutely, um, we don't, we, you and I think that they don't understand. Oh, they understand way more than you and me, that we don't give them enough credit. So they come, these kids that grew up with computers, they were born with computers, and they're so, so far advanced than when we were kids. So give them the advantage of uh, a leg up over all of their competitors when they come and hang out with me uh, and you. And then I take some of, these are the gurus. I take them, I said, now it's your turn to go talk to the room with a kid. So everyone is go and to that room and talk to the teenager. So that's another, if you have children, please bring. Well, um, I know you do wonderful work in Bangladesh and I want, I mean, it's, we're running a little lower in time, Roger, so I just yeah. want to say, um, first of all, it's brilliant on the seven days because I think more business is conducted in the sixth and seventh day than the five days by probably three or four times. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. And uh, people can check out some of the masterminds he's done in Bangladesh and Nepal, all these really cool places. But I want to talk a, a, a bit, Roger, because you have an opportunity that you actually give to people to go to a webinar and really ask questions and uh, have a lot of interaction so that they really uh, have a full understanding. And, the, and you can answer the question of why people should join a mastermind, for instance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have time. We can elaborate on, on, the, on the webinar. And uh, if you want to know more about the, the event itself, at C-A-T spelled out, S-E-A dot com, mastermind at C dot com. And they have all the, all the information about it. And again, it's a limited... To 100 people, only not because of anything. It's a true limitation because the size of the seminar room. The cruise ship holds 6,000, but because the seminar room holds 100, that's why we're limited. And we are going to close out registration hopefully this month. 
And uh, so anybody listening, if they want to, and there's contact. If you have any questions, just go to the website and just contact us, and we'll be happy to answer your questions. And uh, and then if you want to join us for the webinar, uh, Ken and I are doing a webinar on Thursday. One o'clock. One o'clock, where we get a chance to... uh, elaborate on some of the things of uh, masterminds and why they should join mastermind. What is a mastermind? All of those kinds of questions we get a chance to answer. And if anyone wants to be part of the webinar or they want to join that uh, website, if you want to type the word amplified from the radio show, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going to put Roger on the spot, but I'll just say we'll do something special for you because you're part of this audience. So we can, we can figure something else out later, Roger. We'll, but We'll always add, add value to them. Give, give of course. Bonus. Great. So uh, you have written several books. What, what book uh, would you recommend for people to learn more about you and learn more about the experience they'll have with you? I think that because of we've done on marketing, real estate, so this one is uh, uh, the one that, as a matter of fact, here's what I'll do for it. Something special. Forget about it, whether they come on the cruise or not, come on the webinar or not. The fact that they're listening to um, this, this show I'll give them a copy of my mastermind book where this is the absolute holy grail for success so that you understand the concept of mastermind and join any mastermind if it's not my mastermind and it'll take your life to the next level. So my gift to you just for listening today is I'll give you my copy of my book uh, on mastermind. Just send an email to roger at rogersalam.com. And there's, guys, there's no opt-in. I'm not trying to get your email or phone number. My office will just send you a copy of the book. It's an e-book so that immediately just Roger at Roger, R-O-G-E-R, last name Salam, S as in Sam, A-L-A-M as in Mary, dot com. And, and, um, to you. and it's a wonderful ask, a gift since we're going to be promoting the show after today as well. Can we just extend that till through Friday? Is that, is that okay? Yeah, please. Uh, just, uh, if they're listening to this, uh, they, they got it. They can just send an email and my office will send them the book. Okay. And so uh, what, what, we have a couple minutes left and I just wanted to ask, what is a book that changed your life besides uh, Think and Grow Rich? The book that changed my life. I, um, I always think in terms of recency, there's some classics like Think and Grow Rich that are phenomenal. I'll give you an example of a very little book that is so fundamentally so brilliant because it's so simple. The book is called What If It All Goes Right? That's the title <laughs> of the book. What If It what All Goes Right? What If It All Goes Right by Mindy Odlin, A-U-D-L-I-N. Mindy Odlin. And it's what if? And you and I are so conditioned to think the negative. What if it goes wrong? What if, what if it, everything goes wrong? And she's right. like, what if it all goes right? And what it take to change your thinking for, to what if, what the what if um, she has what if groups uh, all over the country now. It's become a movement. And, and I didn't know, go download the audiobook on what if it all goes right. And then if you like the audiobook, then go get the book. That's how what I do. I immediately I can't wait. Somebody recommends yeah. the book, I'm going to Audible and downloading the book if they have an audiobook. So I can listen to the book. If I like it, then I order the book. 
Well, I created a book called The 50 Book Challenge, and I would love to not only give you a copy of that, Roger, but I'd like to know what your 50 books are that would inspire and change people's lives. So when I see you on the cruise, I may uh, <laughs> ask for some of your time to pick your brain on what 50 books would – because I think it's great to have a 50 book challenge. Your life will never be the same after that. So no. uh, I'm very excited about that. What if, what if uh, all goes right? I've heard the other expression is, what if you couldn't fail? What would you do? So it's, it's, it's really cool. So, Roger, you are a blessing to so many people. I can thank you personally as a, someone that's kept me really fired up about the Umbrella Syndicate and Amplifying Goodness. And you have taught me on so many levels how to play a bigger game. So I love you, Roger. Thank you so much. Right, I can't man. wait. To go big or go home. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, you have been amplified, Roger, and we will make sure all the information that you included in this uh, segment will go on the podcast so people can take advantage of being at the webinar as well as learn more about the cruise, the winner's circle. Thank you. Thank you very much, Roger. Have a great night. Take care. You too. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.